All right, here we go with the show. Is this the show? This is the show. Fill me in. Fill me in, a crossword podcast. This is the post-milestone episode. Yes, it Last is. week was our milestone. All right, today we're starting, well, after the first two things, we will then have <laughs> viewer mail. We yeah. have seven viewer mails that's today. That's a lot of viewer mails. That is. That's an incredible amount. The, we're going to have to get a bigger bag. Oh, my God. Uh, we have a puzzle of the week. And we have a crossword tip of the quarter month. We have, uh, we, we're going to be talking with Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman, men about town, about the LA tournament that happened last week. It did. And we have, we have two minutes with, uh, uh Tyler Hinman, insert kick ass nickname here. And we have the ever popular Thunder Round. So get your buzzers, sit in your chairs, walk on your floors, and listen to the show. Oh my god. What was that? That was good, right? Oh, no, that was good. That right there, that was right on my head. I didn't write that down. I didn't think about it earlier. Very, very clear. Thank you. All your attention. Are we back from the music yet? Has the music ended? I believe it has. I really hope so. You remain opening it up. So far, this sounds like this is your show. I barely said a word. I, I, I told you to do the agenda. <laughs> I don't have the agenda. No, well, here, you do the first viewer mail. This viewer mail, by the way, this is not just viewer mail, this first viewer mail. This is an, we got an amazing thing. We got something that I would have to say is gloriously ridiculous. Uh, from CrossCan. CrossCan, uh, of course, was the winner of the contest. And CrossCan writes to us to say, Greetings, Ryan and Brian, holders of the contest. My frequent references got me wondering where I rank on the mentioned on the most Ryan and Brian episodes list. I've searched ESPN, Sports Illustrated, the ACPT site, and Wikipedia, but this information is oddly not available. So I decided to make a list of everyone you have mentioned on the first 51 episodes and answer the question myself. I have made it onto eight episodes, placing me in a tie for 30th with Pat Manzo and Trip Payne. Among Canadians, I'm behind Stephen Grant, 10 episodes, but ahead of William Shatner, 3. Signed, CrossCan, winner of the contest. Now, now we both got this email, and I think we, even though we were not in the same area, we both kind of looked at each other and, and thought, is this for real, or is he making this up? And so we, we emailed him because we wanted to, to see his work, to see exactly what, what the numbers were. And he sent us this Excel spreadsheet it was an amazing thing the it's, spreadsheet. it is it, it with six absolutely 697 names uh, something like that 697 different people he went through over two weeks he listened to all of the shows and he wrote down everybody who we ever mentioned he cataloged show. it he did he cataloged the entire thing and, and and people who are just mentioned once yeah are on there i mean there's like 500 people who we've mentioned once goose gossage yeah I, october I, gonzo <laughs> Now, those two people, they've now been mentioned twice. They have. So, I, so they move up. Well, I don't know. Is CrossCan going to continue he's, with the database? He he offered to, and I think this is a brilliant thing. All right. Well, you know, CrossCan, if you are willing to continue with this, I say uh, take this, episode number 52, and add it to your library. And and, and, I, and somehow we're going to post this information on the blog. Yeah, I think we're going to have stats of some sort on the blog. And yeah, we'll we, update it every week with the podcast. We, and, we'll, and we'll figure out how to do that. But this, this really is – I mean, this – this rivals the 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 Filmian uh, sheet music. As it a, really does from a, for a user generated piece of nonsense. <laughs> Absolutely, I think this is definitely up there with with Dan Fayer's transcription of the viewer mail sheet. It's, uh, this song. is Crosscan. You have done yeoman's work, and this is brilliant. So you are now yeoman Crosscan, <laughs> winner of the contest. This is amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> 
Amanda Yeznowitz. Yes. Uh, 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 Parallelverse uh, Engineer, a shining light to us I was, all. I went with the second part first, and I screwed my all self Never, up. <laughs> you screwed your all self I up. I screwed my all self up. She titles her email, Anent2. Anent is not a real word. So Amanda says, I, uh, the Lost Ark puzzle, uh, Anent2, the Lost Ark puzzle. Uh, one of the answers you mentioned was cornered the market. I recall this answer as a part of a corner rebus not too long ago. I figured the crack research department at the Be More Smarter offices could help confirm its appearances, and and indeed we can. We did have our crack research team of of intelligent monkeys. Yes, go uh, back. We had one intelligent monkey, uh, and it seems like it's uh, uh, from six one o eight. What is that? What month is that? Uh, is, six that is, is that June. a June? Yeah, is that June first, two thousand eight. We had. Uh, the, it was a Sunday puzzle that Patrick Barry did. It was called Extra Syllables. And Amanda, I remember specifically you having issues with this puzzle, I think because you didn't like the inconsistency of the sound of that extra syllable being added. Wasn't that, wasn't that this puzzle? Yeah, was something, I think it was. And it's like you didn't like because it was uh here and it was yes. it here. And there was something, your ear is very attuned to the specifics of the, her near, the her, schwa her, variants. Her ear is anent to the schwa. <laughs> I'm not sure, but there was a clue in that puzzle, which was uh, 56 across, freelance autopist, and it was coroner on the market, adding that extra syllable right. in the oh, yeah. corner. Amanda, so it wasn't a rebus puzzle, but it was a Sunday gimmicky puzzle. Yes. Uh, Amanda goes on to say, also, remind your viewers, and this is what we're going to be doing now, remind your viewers that the Dinner Impossible ACPT episode featuring Will Short's attendant... Tyler Hyman, insert kick-ass nickname here, and possibly other members of the Rogues Gallery will be airing this week on the Food Network, Wednesday, uh, what would be the date on Wednesday? Wednesday, uh, May 6th. Wednesday, May the 6th, at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, I'm assuming. I'm guessing that, and it's uh, on the Food Network. Is the first showing. So, uh, watch that. We will watch it. Yeah. We might might be in it. Set your VCRs. Do people still have VCRs? I don't know. And uh, Amanda signs off. XO, Amanda, U-P-V-E-A-S-L-U-T-U-A. I screwed that up. I think you did screw that up somehow. But I think we all know who we meant. (laughs) Okay, wonderful. Our third viewer mail comes to us from our friend Mike Nothnagel, uh, pen pal extraordinaire (laughs) and constructor of the Friday puzzle. It's difficult. Mm. It's difficult. Mike Nothnagel, pen pal extraordinaire and constructor of the Friday puzzle. Mike uh, writes to us with the subject heading, podcast number 51, Answers. Hey guys, look, answers, and timely enough for listeners to remember the questions. Number one, best pizza in Boston or Cambridge? Beats me. While I've eaten pizza before and I have visited both Cambridge and Boston, I have never done both at the same time. Number two, something that is wet and soft but not squishy. A hamster in a bathtub. I disagree. I do too. I think that is squishy. I think think hamsters are squishy by default, regardless of wet. And I think the wetness just makes them squishier. Uh, number three, am I good at clue writing? On the whole, I'm okay at it. For each puzzle I construct, I think I can write a handful of clever clues, a handful of tricky clues, and a lot of perfectly passable clues. If I had to guess, I'd say that Will Shorts changes around 40% of my clues, but that could be for a variety of reasons. Uh, number five, which of those songs is from what musical? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't necessarily so is from Porky and Bess. Unnecessarily so is not. I really think you're wrong. <laughs> I, I feel like I've disagreed with Mike Nothing. You have. Pal extraordinary instructor of the perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever his name is. Yeah. I think I've disagreed with him in all of these uh-huh. answers. But that's not to say that I don't value the answers. Okay. Do you value the questions? I do. I value the questions less because we came up with them. That's right. I value, I value the answers whether they're right or wrong. But I value them equally because they come from him. So now we're going to move on to the next viewer mail, which is from... Grant Perham. You think it's Perham or or 
Pelham. Well, there's no, there's a town up uh, upstate in New York, P E L H A M. Pelham. Exactly. It's not Pelham. It's right, Pelham. But uh, 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 how about a town in, uh, near near Boston? N E E D H A M. It's Needham. Okay. Well, what is R O A S T E D H A M? It's Roastedum. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Grant Roastedum says. Your podcast is my second favorite podcast. I, <laughs> I like it a lot. Thank you for making it. You're very welcome, that's, Grant. That's uh, I want to know what's his first favorite podcast. I mean, that's, podcast. That, that is obviously the question ob- on so, everybody's uh, lips. Mike Nothnagel, <laughs> what is Grant Perham's favorite podcast? Yes. <laughs> if you would be so kind as yes. to tell us. All right. Uh, here we go with uh, our... Is next <laughs> our next viewer mail comes from June Pak. He titles his uh, viewer mail listener mail opening it up. Best pizza in Cambridge. Pinocchio's on Winthrop Street in Harvard Square. I don't believe I ever had pizza in Boston proper, but I bet you you could get a good slice in the North End. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> it just sounds so dirty, doesn't it? <laughs> you could get a good slice in the North End. <laughs> I bet I you think, could. If you go too late at night, I think you could get a really good I slice. Think that's that's Grant Perham's favorite podcast. <laughs> a, good, a good slice in the North End. Yeah, a podcast <laughs> by June Pock. No nickname yet. Anyway, June June says, uh, I love Taboo, the game. Yes. I love Taboo, and not just because of the all-purpose utility of the buzzer. It's the game of unspeakable fun. <laughs> I think that's like the tagline on the box, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Either that or June just talks like an ad man. <laughs> could be. Yeah. Could be a little both. <laughs> Might be. Uh, he says, uh, and although the thunder round is pretty spectacular, as the resident Norse mythology nutcase, I feel I must correct Ryan's attempted pronunciation of Thor's hammer, M-J-O-L-L-N-I-R. Now, before I go on with the rest of this, I, I read a lot of Thor comic books when I was a kid, and the, the it was always spelled M J O L N I R, and I just assumed, thinking that to pronounce a J like a J, that's my fault. And that's because you read Thor comic books, whereas June has apparently read Norse mythology. June says, uh, among other things, the J in Scandinavian tongues is pronounced like an I, so I say Mjolnir. Yeah, okay, that sounds a little more Norse than Majolner. But. But somebody much more learned than me once told me it was more properly something like Miutnir in Old Norse. At any rate, Thor will surely smite those who mispronounce the name of his mighty hammer. Well, Yoon, thank you for uh, <laughs> correcting my pronunciation. You're actually not the only one. Somebody else yeah. also. So so in today's Thunder Run, I will, I will make sure not to mispronounce Thor's hammer. Okay, good. Yoon uh, uh, goes on to say, uh, while we are on the subject... My favorite character from Norse mythology is Ratatosk, the Squirrel of Discord. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. Did I pronounce all the J's correctly in that? Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I'm sure we'll hear from Yoon uh, whether you did. <laughs> His job is to scurry up and down the world ash tree. <laughs> what? <laughs> the world ash tree. Yggdrasil. <laughs> uh, that's, that's spelled Y-G-G-D-R-A-S-I-L. Uh, uh, he scurries up and down the world ash tree, relaying insults back and forth between the eagle who lives in the tree's branches and the dragon who gnaws at its roots. I've often felt that modern social systems could use a ratatosk, so I'm volunteering myself to be more to be the be more smarter ratatosk. 
So I submit the following nickname for myself for the Rogues Gallery, Yoonpak, Squirrel of Discord. Anytime one of you feels like insulting the other, just let me know and I'll do it for you. Closing it up, Yoonpak, Squirrel of Discord. Well, you know, I have to say that in this instance, the self-appointed nickname, I think, is a success. I think so, too. I, I really, I cannot imagine another nickname for young Mr. Pock than Squirrel of Discord. It, it, it goes against everything that we've learned about nicknames and, yeah. and the bestowage of nicknames. It does. And I think that's all the more reason to let it slide this yes, time. Yes, let's go for it. So, right. uh, We have one more viewer mail. Can we I do. Go on with that it. Is, uh, it's our final yours. viewer mail. It is from Peter Gordon. Peter, Peter Gordon. Gordon, the uh, editor of what was once the New York Sun crossword puzzle. And, and, and Sterling Publishing yeah, crossword. He's got crossword books. Yeah, crossword. And he's just, and he was, he was in, he's been at the ACPT a whole bunch. He was yes. in the, the B finals a he year was. ago. He was. And uh, I am currently struggling through his cranium crushing Friday level puzzle book. Are you? Oh my God. I very much, I've always liked the Sun puzzles. Uh, I think that they're a lot of fun. It's a very sad thing that, the paper was discontinued yes. and the puzzle was discontinued. Um, I don't know if he's still collecting I think he is. funds for the idea of continuing sort of the sun crossword without the sun. But I, I submitted a donation to it in the hopes that it would stay afloat. So I, I hope to see They're that They're great happen. puzzles. They really are. And I believe that at some time ago, I believe it was Amanda who said Peter Gordon's nickname should be Triple Threat. Because when we interviewed him at the ACPT, we said to him at that time... You solve puzzles, you construct puzzles, you edit puzzles, you do it all. And uh, Amanda, in response to that, I think called him Peter Gordon Triple Threat. All right, so Peter so Gordon Triple Threat. All right, well, we got an email from Peter Gordon Triple Threat. All right. Uh, it starts off in a way I really don't understand at all, so I'm hoping Peter Gordon can get back to us. It says, Dear Brain, B-R-A-Y-N. Now, Peter's an incredibly smart guy, and I'm imagining this is some kind of a puzzle and a play on our names. Right. Combining the common letters or something, I'm not sure. You it's got like the Y, a, I didn't get the I. It's I don't like really one know. of those noms. Is that what it is? From uh, the NPL. So maybe we have to figure out how that works. I'm not sure. Dear Brain, I first listened to your podcast when El Blindito told me he was interviewed. From there, I was an occasional listener until a few months later when I became a regular. Then I decided to go back and listen from the start. I listen for half an hour every day when Lulu, my labradoodle, and I go for our nightly two-mile constitutional. So I associate your voices with picking up dog poop. As do most people. That's true. <laughs> Speaking of poop, given the choice of pooping my pants on a date or a cruise with my enemy, I'll take the cruise. I sort of have some experience with both of these options. I was on a cruise up the Rhine for the World Rummy Cube Championship <laughs> representing the United States. So my cruise mates were people who wanted to beat me at Rummy Cube. Not mortal, em uh, not mortal enemies, and we weren't forced to stay together, but still a close approximation. And no, I've never pooped my pants on a date, but I did once pass a kidney stone into a coffee filter while on a date. I would take an enemy cruise over the kidney stone any day, and that can't be as bad as pooping my pants, so it's an easy choice. Plus, cruise food is good. Cruise food is pretty good. Uh, let's see, is there more to this? Oh, he signs his email, goodbye. And uh, Peter Gordon, P.S. I want to see Ryan's small hands. What does this mean? That's the end of your mail. What are you going to do? Viewer mail. Closing it up. The next item on the agenda is the Puzzle of the Week. And this week's Puzzle of the Week is Barry C. Silk, uh, friend and confidant of Peter Sikorsky, I'm in a minute about town, his 9 to 5 word ladder. Yeah, so he did the Wednesday puzzle this week, and yes. and there was a word ladder running through. It was like 11 entries or very something. very cool. I like the word ladder. I like the word ladder. You did like the I word did. ladder. I did. I like you word were, ladders in general. Well, this was very clever. We had There was a whole series of four-letter entries. And you, that, had, you had nine up on the top left. Right. You had five on the 
bottom right, and yep. then you had a what was it? the clue was standard workday, or, or or that answer went through the middle of the grid. Standard workday, so nine to five. That's correct. That's correct. Yes, and uh, then you had so it went from nine to nif to clip to clop. <laughs> I, I believe it was nine to tine tone tor sore sort fort four fire and five. Now. It's great, and 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 I would love to hear from constructors who have put word ladders in their puzzles. How do how do you do that? Do you do you do you arrange the word ladder first? Do you stick all of those clues, all of those answers into the grid, and then build around that, or do you kind of do sections at a time? Do you do you do, you do the top left section and work your way down and try to get everything to fit in? I don't know. So how, how does that happen? Yeah, I'm not really sure. And I think this question maybe we can actually legitimately pose to Mike Knopfnagel, among others, <laughs> uh, whom I have experience with this. I mean, is it just like theme entries? I imagine if you construct a puzzle with theme entries, you come up with the theme entries first and kind of build the fill around them, right? I guess so. So do you do the same thing here? Your theme uh, entries yeah, are just I, I don't 11 know. It just seems words. like there's, there's so many of them yeah. as opposed to four theme. Right. I would think it would be pretty complicated. It does seem complicated. So we'd love to know. Yeah. But it was a great puzzle. Uh, our next item on the agenda is the crossword tip of the quarter month. The crossword tip of the quarter month. And this, we get this tip from uh, June Pak, a Squirrel of Discord's puzzle. Uh, yeah, we don't get the tip from June Pak. We just, no, we get the inspiration. Yes. The, inspiration the tip is ours. Right. The tip the is yours, is actually. You, this was your tip. The, the clue was flock member. Flock member. Was it? Was that what it was? I think it was flock member. And it was four letters. Yep. And I had the first two letters, L-A, then blank, blank. And I, so, I, at one point, also had L-A. And so I immediately wrote in lamb. lamb. Yeah. That seems to make the most possible sense. Sure did. But unfortunately, it's a Friday. <laughs> yeah, so that's not right. That's not right at all. No. It was actually laic. L-A-I-C. Laic. Laic. Yeah. So... So flock this time meaning a, a member of a church. I believe that's what that's what laic means in that in that uh, instance. So uh, okay. a pastor, a member of a pastor's flock. Uh, so the crossword tip is when you're in late week and something is not fitting, go to the second definition. Go to the second definition, or go to the less obvious definition. That sounds very logical because the first obvious definition is not always the way it's going to go on a Friday or Saturday puzzle. Yes, I think on a Monday, flock member will almost always be lamb. Probably. If you had L.A. blank blank. Well, if you had L.A. blank blank. Yeah. Sure, sheep. Sure. Sheep. Sheep. L.A. sheep. <laughs> L.A. sheep. Okay. We are going to talk with Doug Peterson, Crossword Gentleman and Men About Town, about the L.A. tournament. The L.A. tournament. So we're going to call Doug, and we're going to try to do it with Skype. We have no idea if this works. Brian is now working the Skype. He's dialing in the number, and the phone is ringing. Something's ringing. Something is ringing. Hi, is this Doug Peterson, Crossword Gentleman and Man About Town? Yes, it is. Hey, Doug, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. Great. Thanks for thanks for chatting with us today. Now you no wait you did not win the LA tournament. No. I thought you were going to win. Uh, no. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to win. There's a lot of competition at the top of the standings. Uh, now, were any of these people like folks that you know from other tournaments or from other parts of the world or anything? Uh, some of the um, participants I did know from the Brooklyn tournament. I know both of the Eric's that were in the finals, Eric Maddie and Eric Lavasser. They've they've been in finals at the ACPT. Uh huh. And John Beck was there. Oh no, John. Oh, John Beck was part of the whole like 
wrong scoring thing from the 2008 tournament, right? Right. Okay. Uh, so now you said in an email to us that it was, and that uh, there are some things that, that Will Shorts and perhaps Brian and myself would want to steal for uh, our upcoming tournament. Yes. Uh, well, we all, uh, reg- you know, we signed in the registration table and we received a free pencil. Now, what kind? Yeah. Of, like a regular pencil or a mechanical? Mechanical pencil. Oh my God! Now, what what mechanical pencil was it? Do you happen to know? I believe it was donated by Pentel. Oh my God! Pentel is the king of all mechanical pencils. <laughs> I, I'm I'm holding my favorite mechanical pencil at this very moment. It's a Pentel Twist Erase 0.7. But so, um, Alisa rounded up eight uh, sponsors to donate prizes. Wow. Uh, we had wine gift baskets. We had chocolate towers. We had I personally when I want to Scrabble board game. Uh-huh. Um, wow. There were video games. If you had an Xbox or video games, you could win. We need to, we need to figure out how to do this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clearly, we are a zero-value operation here, <laughs> so we, we've got to up our game somehow. Wow. And, and, and she donated uh, money to charity as a result of this. And, and, and did everything go smoothly? It did. It went very smoothly. We did three puzzles in the morning, and then we had lunch, which was provided. Oh, now, what, what did you order for lunch? There were... There were choices. Yeah, there were about five or six choices. I had the Cobb salad. Did you? How was it? It was very good. <laughs> so then the tournament wound up, and, and you got the, the finals, and they were done a la the ACPT with dry erase boards and all? Yeah, dry erase boards. They had the white noise and headphones. We wow. had commentators. And had Tyler Hinman. Right. It's your kick-ass nickname here. <laughs> and Andrea Carla Michaels. Oh, really? Okay. That I did not know. I don't think I knew that Andrea was doing it. Uh, what happened was we had another guy, Michael Colton. Right. He's a comedy writer, and he participated in the tournament also. I think he finished twentieth. He's pretty good, but he had to leave early, and Andrea was there, so. Wow. We asked her, and she filled in. Well, great! It sounds like it was fantastic. It was. I think she's raised the bar for all of these. Um, you know. All right, we're we're gonna raise it even around the country. All right, we get the point. We're, we're, we understand. We're gonna do our Lollapazoola nonsense yes. this summer, and we are going to take that bar and we are uh, gonna raise <laughs> it even lower. That's right. We have to get sponsors. Are we totally have to get sponsors? Yes. Let's get on that. Well, thanks so much for 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 telling us and, and making us feel very uh, uh, insecure and 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 less than for our upcoming tournament. Now we're very nervous. We very to, nervous. We have to top everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and just, yeah, get work start working on those sponsors early. I, I think we will have a, a an official Doug Peterson insecurity break during the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> you can be a sponsor for a tournament. Okay, I'll do that. Terrific. Fantastic. Well, thanks very much for chatting with us, Doug. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Okay, nice talk to you guys. All right. Bye. See you, Doug. Bye. So uh, that was Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, the crossword. You know, he's a crossword gentleman, and he's a man about town. He is a man about town. And that town is L.A. That town is L.A. That kid owns L.A. Yeah? Yes. He owns He owns L.A. (laughs) He's the Manny Ramirez of the crossword world on the West Coast. So what are we doing now? We have our two minutes with Tyler segment. Two minutes with Tyler Tyler segment. Tyler Hinman. We think he's going to. Tyler segment in in Kurt Sick-Ass nickname here. I think we're ringing. Hello? Is this Tyler Hinman, insert kick-ass nickname here? That it most certainly is. Fantastic. Hey, Tyler, how are you? Doing good. How are things out? You're in California, right? Where are you, San Francisco? Uh, that, is, that is correct, yes. How, how's, how's the Google? The, the Google is going the good. <laughs> <laughs> we believe that you are soon to own Google. Like, you're just going to take over. Is that... Quiet. Oh, God, who told you that? Oh, my God, I'm sorry. Well, don't worry. We, we only have the, we don't have that many listeners. Yeah, Stephen Grant thinks only seven people listen to our show, so there you have it. 
So, uh, do you have something for us today? Uh, I have sparkling conversation. <laughs> that is wonderful. <laughs> we had talked. And to- I, I do, I do have a little little puddle thing I kind of whipped up here. Oh, we'd love to hear it. All right. Well, uh, you remember there, there's a New York Times uh, Sunday crossword uh, a few months ago, uh, the day of the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, that had a bunch of uh, kind of wacky definitions on uh, football-related terms, and uh, I've kind of done the same thing with uh, baseball. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give you a kind of a, a fun clue for a, a baseball term. Maybe we'll just we'll we'll go through them all, but we're not we're not gonna guess answers. We want to be able to put this contest out to our viewers. Oh, it's going to be a contest. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's a contest like for prizes, but maybe at least it's like... Why don't you and I try to guess a few, and then we'll we'll set up a few for our listeners to guess. All right. It's a 6-4. It keeps you in the theater twice as long. It keeps you in the theater twice as long. keeps you in the theater. Double? Double play! Yeah. Double, double play. There you go. Double play. Look at me. Look at Ryan nailing that wow. one. Wow. Nice work. That is impressive on yeah. my part. All right. So now we have the, we understand the gimmick. So how about you uh, present a few others that you have, and we'll you know put them out as sort of a game to play we, with the viewers. We'll put, we'll put them out, and, uh, and, and whoever can, can email us at, at rbxblog at gmail.com with the most right answers, the quickest, uh, wins a prize. And we have some prizes. Okay. 4-4. Four, four. Someone from Warsaw who swears a lot. 4-4, four, four, someone from Warsaw who swears a lot. Yeah. Okay. I also have, uh, okay, 4-5, a nobleman after a big meal. 4-5, a nobleman after a big meal. Okay, that's that's a good one. Let's go on. All right, 6-8. Six, 6-8. Eight. Six, eight. Testing out a trampoline. Testing out a trampoline. It's two words, yes. six letters, eight letters. Testing out a trampoline. Okay, All right. That sounds good. Let's go on. Four five. A salesman's unhinged approach. Four five. A salesman's unhinged approach. All right. That's good. All right. This is a five six. A boxer who fights dirty by grabbing the skin. A boxer who fights dirty by grabbing the skin. Five six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Six four. Place where people walk with picket signs. 6-4, place where people walk with picket signs. I have this one. I know okay. this mm-hmm. one. All right, let's do another. 7-5, song on a CD that gives a parental advisory. Okay. Song six. on a CD that gives a parental advisory. And that's 7 and yes. 5. Okay, this is 7-7, seven, seven. rate at which one blinks flirtatiously. 7-7, seven, seven, rate, rate at which one blinks flirtatiously. My goodness, I've never tried calculating the rate at which one blinks any adverb, uh, <laughs> but terrific. Uh, so let's have one more for the final uh, entry to this game. All right, seven four. A rude move on a girl. Okay. A rude move on a girl. Yeah, a rude, a rude move to make on a girl. Uh, all right, so this is this is great. We have a puzzle here that uh, we're going to pose to our viewers, right? Yeah, and uh, we will seek out answers via email to rbxblog at gmail and. I think this is fantastic. I already love this segment of our okay. show. Excellent. And uh, hopefully we can do this on a, on a somewhat regular basis. Well, thanks so much, Tyler. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks for your puzzle. Oh, my thanks pleasure. for your time. This has been great. And we, we will let you know how, how the uh, the viewer entries go. And, and who, I'm sure we have pretty smart people who listen to this. Um, All right, at least seven, right? Yes, we seven. hope. If, yeah. every, if everybody participates, we'll get seven. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot, Tyler. Have Thank a great you. Sunday. Yeah. Tyler Hidman. Insert kick-ass nickname here. What a kick-ass guy he is. Yes. Huh? Yes. It's, you know, it, it's amazing. It's the, the crossword puzzle genius, the puzzle mind extraordinaire, the baseball fanatic, 
Uh, it's and, all there. It's and one he's like, package. What is he? Twenty two. Yes. Twenty four. He's like a like a big delicious bag of jelly bellies. And he owns Google. Like he, does. he, he or he. I don't know, he he does. works there at least. He, he does. doesn't own it yet, but he will soon. He will. It's just amazing. It is. And now for the last segment of the show, much like the power that Thor invoked when he struck his hammer, Mutner, <laughs> we now invoke that power with the Thunder Round. Monday, April 27, by Joe Krozel, rhymes with puzzle. How did your hummus turn out? Very soily. It had a lot of soil in it. Tuesday, April 28th by Matt Ginsburg. Google searches for similes bring up porn. Why? Similes are sexy, and your computer knows what you like. Wednesday, April 29th by Barry C. Silk, friend and confidant of Doug Peters and crossword gentleman, a man about town. On the West Coast, was the word ladder from 6 to 2? Mike Nothing. On the West Coast, was the word ladder from 6 to 2? Thursday, April 30th by Greg Kaiser and Stephen Ginsburg. How come people don't like puns? Is that a riddle? Yes. Knock, knock. Who's there? How come people don't like puns? You lose. Friday, May 1st, by June Pock, Squirrel of Discord. June, you are my new nemesis. Ryan, do you think our blog and podcast operate under a kleptocracy? Yes, it's, it's all about graft. Saturday, May 2nd, by Peter A. Collins. And coming down the final stretch, we have Barry C. Soul, friend and confidant of Doug Peters and Crossword Gentleman, Men About Town. And then the outside, Stephen Grant, Nay Stephen Edwards, a.k.a. Stephen Grimaldi Grant. This is going to be a tight race. It's Barry C. Soul, friend and confidant of Doug Peters and Crossword Gentleman, Men About Town. And by step, no, here comes Stephen Grant, Nay Stephen Edwards, a.k.a. Stephen Grimaldi Grant, closing the gap, but suddenly, on the inside rail, here comes Amanda. Yes, no, it's a parallel, parallel versus the dearest headed late to us all. It looks like it's going to be a photo finish. All three horses are running neck and neck. Here they come toward the finish line. And it's Amanda. Yes, no, it's on parallel, parallel versus the A shining light to us all, taking the derby. Go, baby, go. Sunday, May 3rd, by Caleb Madison. A pine cone is not a flower. And never cross two proper names when at least one of them is unusual. Never cross the stream. Streams take the derby! Woo-hoo! That was the Thunder Round. Thunder Round! That's the end of episode number 52. Thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on Fill Me In. You, I, I realized you did. You talk quickly I and did. Loud. I tried to cut you off. <laughs> to cut off my thank you routine.